0: All right, let's turn in the Word of God. Amen. Turn in the Word of God to Ecclesiastes chapter 7. Chapter 7. And we'll read verses 1 through 12. 1 through 12. You to see my younger brother here today. I said to my little brother and sister's mark like, he doesn't look little to me. I said, all right. All right, you mick againer. All right, Ecclesiastes 7, verses 1 through 12 say this. A good name is better than precious ointment, and the day of death than the day of one's birth. It is better to go to the house of mourning than to go to the house of feasting. For that is the end of all men, and the living will lay it to his heart. Sorrow is better than laughter, for by the sadness of the countenance the heart is made better. The heart of the wise is in the house of mourning, but the heart of fools is in the house of mirth. It is better to hear the rebuke of the wise than for a man to hear the song of fools. For as the crackling of thorns under a pot, so is the laughter of the fool. This also is vanity. Surely oppression maketh the wise man mad, and a gift destroyeth the heart. Better is the end of a thing than the beginning thereof, and the patient in spirit is better than the proud in spirit. Be not hasty in thy spirit to be angry, for anger resteth in the bosom of fools. Say not thou, what is the cause, that the former days were better than these? For thou dost not inquire wisely concerning this. Wisdom is good with an inheritance, and by it there is profit to them that see the sun. Verse 12, for wisdom is a defense... And money is a defense, but the excellency of knowledge is that wisdom giveth life to him that have it. Let's pray. Father, again, Lord, we just thank you for your goodness and mercy and grace. And Lord, we do pray for those in need. Lord, we thank again those that are sick among us. Lord, those that are traveling. Lord, we thank a special prayer again for Koa. Uh, Lord, with what's going on in his life right now, watch over him and give him guidance. Lord, we pray for the Masons, again, that great need there. Uh, Lord, we thank you for these that you've uh, given a, a birthday uh, this week. And Lord, uh, another year uh, for which in uh, time to serve you. And so Lord, right now, we just want to yield ourselves to you, our heart, our mind, our soul, our will. Lord, we just want to completely surrender to you. And God, help us, Lord, to be attentive. Lord, help us to be sensitive. To the Spirit of God and the Word of God, uh, Lord, as it goes forth. Lord, we pray for one that might be listening, one that might be here, Lord, they're not saved for whatever reason up to this point, that today, Lord, that great Holy Ghost conviction would fall upon that heart, Lord, that they'd <coughs> cry out, realizing the absolute necessity of receiving you as their personal Savior before it's everlasting too late. Lord, we pray for the saints among you, dear God, that have burdens and cares, and Lord, have things going on in their life, dear God, that they're dependent upon you. Dear God, give them the faith that they need. Give them the guidance that they need, dear God, as they trust you, dear God, to work things out and to meet those needs. So again, Lord, we're asking you to have your will and way, and above all things, glorify thyself and build your local church. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. So uh, as we uh, look at this portion of of Scripture, uh, you know, when we look through, right, we always see is there something that stands out? Probably it's pretty easy to see what word uh, stands out in this portion of Scripture, right? The word better and uh, so, uh, you know, as I think about uh, Thanksgiving coming up, right, we try to reflect and, and uh, think about, well, you know, what are some things that we're thankful for? And that might be some good to think of uh, uh, for tonight or something to give some testimonies about that. But as I was looking at this, I was want to say this, I'm thankful... For the better life, Amen. I'm thankful for the better life uh, that the better life that I have uh, because of Jesus Christ, my Lord and Savior. We'll talk a little bit about that. And of course, we have uh, Solomon wrote this. And of course, uh, Solomon, you know, he tried to live a life uh, in uh, the 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 fast lane or whatever they called it back then, the fast path or whatever it was, you know, back in the day, right? And uh, but of course, he learned. Right. You read all there. He tried all those things and he learned like everyone's going to learn. Right. Like most people, eventually that lifestyle does not last forever and it does not benefit one in the end. Right. People need to realize there's a better life. Amen. There is a better life that gives one true joy. Not just a a momentary feel-good, but a true joy. And, of course, that better life is found in knowing Jesus Christ as your personal Savior and then living for Him instead of living a life of vanity in the world. So now think about this. If, If you're saved, think about all the things that you've gone through—not easy things, difficult things—since you've been saved. Think about the, the burdens and the things you've had to had to deal with in life. Now think about you went all through all those things uh, since you've been saved. Now think about this: take Jesus out of that equation. Would it have been? Better or worse? Well, listen, aren't you glad you had Jesus? Well, if you're not saved, think about all the things that you've been through. And I want to assure you, whatever you've been through, you'd have been better off to have Jesus in the picture. So notice verse 10. Notice verse 10, what it says. Say not thou. Don't say this. Don't say this. What is the cause that the former days were better than these? Now, think about this. Hey, he says, listen, and if you're saved, this is a good thing. He says, don't say what was the cause that the former days were better than these. The former days. You know what the devil wants to do, what the devil likes to do? The devil wants you to think that you are missing out and the former days, or what we call the good old days, were better than these. Well, you ever Pull that one on you since you got saved? Oh, look at all the things I'm messing on. Look at all the fun uh, they're having out there. And he tries to get your mind on the former days, thinking about the former days. Well, of course, uh, we know he's a liar. We know he's a liar, right? But, uh, 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 you know, but of course, that's what he'll do. We see he did that, right? I mean, when the children of Israel came out of Egypt... What he tried to get them thinking on? Oh, man, boy, how much better was it down in Egypt? Remember this verse, Exodus 16, 3, right? Uh, they were wanting some food. It says this in Exodus 16, 3. And the children of Israel said to them, Oh, would to God we had died by the hand of the Lord in the land of Egypt. Think about that. Oh, when we sat by the flesh. Flesh pots, oh the good old days, right when we sat by the flesh pots. Oh, when we did eat bread to the full. Oh, the good old days down in Egypt. For ye have brought us forth in this wilderness to kill this whole assembly with hunger. Oh, can you see them uh, Israelites? Said, oh, the good old days. Oh, back when we were slaves in Egypt. Oh, boy, don't don't you don't you miss those days, honey? Don't you miss those days? But boy, that's what the devil he'll try to get you to think. Oh, remember the days when we were when we were slaves to sin in the world. Remember when we were slaves to sin in the world, oh, the good old days. Yes, the devil throws that, that lie. But, but look at what the rest of the verse says when you get thinking that way. I like this statement. For thou dost not inquire wisely concerning this. Thou dost not inquire wisely concerning this. Now, what does that mean, thou dost not inquire wisely concerning this? Well, you know, that's a gentleman's way of saying you're being stupid to even think that way. What are you doing thinking like that? How stupid to even think for a moment that the former days, right, without Christ were better than the days that you have knowing Christ. That's why it's important to know the word of God. So, boy, when the devil creeps into your mind and creeps into your heart and you say, oh, remember the good old days. Well, listen, when he pulls that on, you know a good verse to pull up? Romans six twenty one. Romans 6.21 is a good verse. You ought to have that verse memorized. Even if you just got saved, I'd say, hey, find Romans 6.21 and memorize that verse. Romans 6.21 says this. What fruit had ye in those things? What fruit had ye in those things, wherever ye are now ashamed? Whereof you're now ashamed. Yeah, when I look back at those good old days, you know what? I see nothing but things to be ashamed of, for the end of those things is death. Listen, I look back over the 22 years before I got saved. Listen, I don't see anything that's benefiting uh, me now. I say, Woo, thank God, amen, that those are uh, the old days, not the good old days, but they're the old days. But now, amen, I have some new days and some good days and some better days. You know, the other day, as I was going up to uh, to uh, uh, Michigan, and uh, it always drive uh, through my, my hometown there. And I drive around, boy, and of course, those memories fly, uh, flow through your mind. And again, I always I do that because I want to go back. I, I, I'm glad I'm not there, but I never want to forget from once I came in the sense that, amen, re- being thankful for what God. And boy, I can drive up there and I go, oh, man, I drive up down and these memories, oh, what I did there, what I did there, what I did there. And boy, inside the Lord said, oh, isn't life better? Oh, life is so much better knowing the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen, as your personal Savior. Notice verse 12 says, For wisdom is a defense, and money is a defense. But the excellency of knowledge is, notice this last part, that wisdom giveth, wisdom giveth life to them that have it. Hey, listen, uh, do you have wisdom this morning? Do you have wisdom? Well, I want you to know if you're seeking wisdom, the Bible says Jesus is the wisdom of God. And boy, you want to get wisdom this morning, amen, then you get Jesus Christ in your heart, amen, and you let him be active and you let him lead you and guide you in the decisions that you make. Remember this, wisdom provides discernment and judgment for making right decisions. Well, I hope you're making right decisions. Right now, here's that we think about uh, uh, the, the days of life. You know, we're, uh, we're thinking about birthdays. Well, how many days do I have left? You know, we think days are so more, so important. Well, days, are right? That's a good thing to have more days. But you know what's more important than how many days? Uh, uh, right decisions. Decisions are more important than days. Everyone is concerned about how many days they have left. Fine. But here's the question. Whatever days you have left, are they going to be used? Are you going to use those days to make right decisions? Decisions, amen? That we're singing those songs about glorifying God that are going to glorify God in your life. So I want to live a long life. But let me tell you something. A shorter life of right decisions is better than a long life of bad decisions. You know, sometimes, you know, I think about people I've known in my life and, and uh, that, that were my age or close to my age or younger, and they, they've passed off the scene already. But, you know, as I think about some of them, sure, I, in one sense, I still wish they were alive. But I think, you know what? In, in one sense, it might have been God's grace that they passed at that younger age rather than going on and living a, a life uh, uh, of continual uh, foolishness uh, 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 and, 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 and sin. So, again, let's notice quickly uh, a few things uh, here about the word better in these verses. Well, verse 1, of course, uh, says this, and this is a good one. Uh, uh, Young people, you need to highlight this verse. You need to highlight this verse. A good name, right, is better than precious ointment. Hey, listen, uh, uh, you you need to be thankful your parents have you this morning, right? Hey, uh, Koa. Go. Cool. I'm. I'm gonna uh, look at me now. You're getting ready to take off here, and you might be going to the ministry. Remember that, right? And you people you remember a good name, right? Uh, your mother has you in church this morning. Your parents have you in church, and as you go off, you think, Oh, oh, now I can do my own thing. I hope that's not what you're thinking when you step out and get that job, or you get your own place for the. Oh, now I can do my own thing. Oh, no, no, no. I hope you're thinking, you know what? Now I can show my parents that they taught me right, I can show my parents that their prayers are going to be fruitful because I'm going to get out here and show my parents that, listen, I can make right decisions. I can live a better life than my peers because I know the Lord Jesus Christ. I know the word of God, amen. I'll be faithful to the house of God. I don't need my parents to drag me to church, amen. I'm gonna make the decision to do that on my own, amen, because I wanna have a good name. I wanna have, amen, a good name means to have character and integrity. So as you go out there, guard your name, when people think about your name, let them think of somebody, amen, with a character, somebody with integrity, somebody that has fallen in love with the Lord Jesus Christ and wants to live a better life than sin offers, a better life than the world offers, a better life, amen, than all the temptations out there, amen, you want to live the better life, and that is a life lived with and for the Lord Jesus Christ. That is what you choose. Notice verse goes on to say, and death. The day of death, right? than one's uh, one's birth. Uh, uh, listen. Uh, that, so what it's saying is that side is better than this side. We were saying about, hey, amen. Uh, one day will we'll never uh, 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 grow old. Philippians one twenty three says this. Paul said this. For I am in a strait betwixt two, having a desire to part and to be with Christ. And he just just didn't say, "Hey, to be with Christ is better." He says it's far better. (laughs) He said, "Hey, listen, uh, uh, listen. I've had some good times down here. Hey, uh, hey, hey, Barnabas, have we had some good times? Silas, have we had some good times? Hey, team, have we had some good times? Hey, we've had some good times. Serve the Lord, and it's hard to believe it could get any better. But I want you to know it can get better. It will get better, Amen. One day we're going to be on the other side, and it's going to be better." right? You could have asked, listen, we think about our loved ones that have gone before us, and sure, we'd like to see them. But if, I, if you could ask one of your loved ones today in heaven, hey, how goes it up there? Oh, they look down and say, oh, man, far better. Oh, we had some good times down there, but I want you to know, it's far better up here. And I'm glad, amen, it's better down here, and then we can look forward to one day, amen, it's not just not going to be better, it's going to be far better, Well, till then, till then, till we get to the place of far better, God wants to give us a better life than we had without knowing Jesus Christ. Verse two says, it's better to go to the house of mourning than to go to the house of feasting. Well, that's a good verse to read right before Thanksgiving, isn't it? Because we're hoping, man, by Thursday, all of our house is the house of feasting. But here it says it's better to go to the house of mourning. Why? Because people need things to help them consider the seriousness and shortness of life. Well, I pray that if you don't you're here this morning or you're listening in and you don't know the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal savior, I hope you'll realize that one day, amen, your house is going to be the house of mourning. And boy, that today you would consider the seriousness and shortness of life. It adds to that in verse three. Sorrow is better than laughter. Look at that. You see, God uses sorrow to get our attention. He uses mourning to get our attention. Uh, I was thinking about the, the other day uh, when I was at the, at the funeral there of uh, uh, Brother Wood's uh, uh, great aunt. You know, I always try to watch people try to see, you know, uh, who's, who, who God might be dealing with or people, if there, anybody's thinking uh, seriously about what's going on that realize realizes one day, amen, that's going to be uh, them in that casket if the Lord tarries. And so, listen, the Bible says godly sorrow, God, it goes, let me go ahead and verse, well, let me give you this verse, right? 2 Corinthians 7, 10 says this, for godly sorrow worketh repentance to salvation, not to be repented of, but the sorrow of the world worketh death. You see, we just don't want people to feel bad for their sin and feel bad for what they're doing. We want them to have a godly sorrow. You know, uh, when, when people get in jail, right, they all get a sorrow. Well, how many times I think of uh, people that I visit, oh, when I get out of here, you're going to see me at church. When I get out of here, what, not? do they ever show up? Or uh, they're going through something and they, they get a little relief and all of a sudden they're back in. Oh, listen, we need to pray that people would get a godly sorrow, a great Holy Ghost conviction upon their life. That's why it goes on to say in verse 5, it is better to hear the rebuke of the wise than for a man to hear the song of fools. Listen, uh, you need to thank God that there was somebody, there was somebody that God brought into your life Boy, and pointed their finger, so to speak, even if it was spiritually, and said, listen, boy, I thank God for the night those two men showed up on my door in Schaffenberg, Germany, and stuck their finger in my face, if you will, and said, Jeff, you're headed to hell. Jeff, you're living a life of sin. Jeff, God's not pleased with you. Jeff, you better be uh, born again. I'm glad that they, listen, even though they didn't know me that well, they cared enough about me, amen, uh, to rebuke me with the truth of the Word of God. Now, uh, we need to rebuke, we don't need to. we don't need to beat people down, amen, in that sense, but we need to rebuke them with the truth of the Word of God and say, listen, you don't have to go on in this life, amen. You don't have to live a life of sin. You don't have to live a life of vanity, amen. You don't need to waste your life. You can have that better life, amen, and oh, that godly sorrow would fall upon your heart, amen, and you realize the secret. Seriousness and the shortness of life, amen, and stop wasting your life. And today, repent, amen, and turn unto the Lord Jesus Christ. Godly sorrow and a godly rebuke can bring us to a point of change. Oh, I'm so glad, amen, that one day that conviction fell upon my heart and I got godly sorrow. Boy, I look back over my life of 22 years and I was, you know, even today I'm still, I'm sorry for the things that I did, the life uh, that I, I lived and that God allowed me to be rebuked through his word and through his spirit. Boy, this great verse, we all know the story of the prodigal son. I'll give you one verse from that in Luke 15, 17, it says this. I love it. And when he came to himself, when he came to himself, you know, a lot of people, again, you know, that's what needs to happen for somebody to get saved. Oh, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. And not, that's true. Amen. But, boy, but, but, but a person needs to get a good look at the evilness of sin, at the wickedness of sin, at the wages of sin, at the price of sin, and they need to get a good look like, like uh, 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 Isaiah did there and Isaiah 2 and say, Oh, woe is me. Right? Listen, over there in, uh, in, in, uh, in Acts and places, right, when the Word of God was preached, Right. And and great. And they were rebuked by the word of God and they were rebuked by the spirit of God. And great conviction fell upon them. Nobody had to drag them down the aisle. Nobody had to say one, two, three, repeat over me. Right. Uh, Peter didn't stand up and lead uh, uh, three thousand in a prayer. You listen, when God moved in, they automatically cried out, what must I do? What do we need to do? That's what you want. Listen, you, you know, I don't want to get sidetracked, but you know, when we have altar calls, you say, oh man, they're pretty simple. That's right. I don't try to drag people down the aisle. I want God to drag people down the aisle. I want the Holy Spirit to convict people. Listen, I, I want the Holy Spirit to lead people in prayer. I want the whole Word of God to convict people. And they cry, oh, what must I do? Oh, these dirty hands. How can I clean these dirty hands? How can I clean this dirty heart? Through the blood of Jesus Christ. That that's how, and lead them to the Lord Jesus Christ. Let God do the work. Let God draw sinners. That's what happened to him. Amen. And he said what? He said he came to himself. And boy, that's our prayer. That, oh, God. Oh, God, if there's anybody listening or anybody that's not saved, let them come to themselves today. Even if they and Lord, if they're saved but they've gotten away from God, let them come to themselves. And God, then listen, when you come to yourself, you know what that means? You're ready to come to Jesus. You're ready to come to Jesus. And notice what he says How many hired servants of my fathers have bread enough to spare? I perish with hunger. And you know what he's saying here? This is the moment the prodigal son realized. What did he realize? Life's better at the Father's house. (laughs) Life's better at the Father's house. Hey, listen, for 35 and a half years, you know what I've been enjoying? The fact that life is better at the Father's house. Life's better with Jesus. Life's better living for Jesus and walking with Jesus and telling others about Jesus. Life's better, amen, at the house of God. Life's better with the people of God. Life's better living in the will of God. Oh, listen, I'm glad one day the prodigal son realized, man, what have I gotten myself into? Oh, man, life is better at the father's house. And boy, so he hit it that way. Oh, that should be our prayer today that some prodigal would realize that today life is better with the father. Life is better with the father. So quickly, like the prodigal, we need to leave the past behind. We need to leave the past behind. Remember this. Forgiveness takes care of the past. Boy, you come to Jesus, amen. Thy sins be forgiven thee, amen. Go and sin no more, the Lord Jesus Christ says, amen. And so leave those, uh, forgiveness takes care of the past. And you know what? Faith will take care of the future as you step out and trust him. You've been forgiven. You can leave it all behind. Look at uh, verse six, sort of an interesting verse. For as the crackling of thorns under a pot. So is the laughter of the fool. This also is vanity. What's he saying? Hey, listen, this is what that verse says to me. A life lived without Jesus Christ, a life lived according to the lusts of the flesh and the lust of the eyes and the pride of life and all out there. You know what? It's just a bunch of noise. It's just a bunch of chatter. It has no profit Life. There's no profit in living for self. There's no profit in living for the world. There's no profit in living outside. Listen, all that stuff. Listen, all that. All that we hear out there, you know, all this uh, social. All, it's, just, it's just a bunch. It's just a bunch of noise. It's not profiting anybody. It's not making a difference really in anybody's life. Well, Psalm 23:6 says this. Boy, once you, once you come to Jesus, look at this. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. I like that. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the day. I thought about this. We you know when you think military, right? Right. As you, as you go through life as a believer, goodness and mercy have your back. You no, know, when I, when I, Of course, I was in the, uh, in the infantry right and and when you have a team go out you have your point man right he's leading the way but at the back of the team right is what they call rear security right? He's making sure nobody sneaks up on you. He's he, he's like this. He's watching behind you as you move forward, right? He's, the rear security has your back. Well, what a wonderful thing. As believers, we've got rear security. Uh, good, goodness and mercy, right? They said you, you go on, Jeff. I, we got your back. Anybody tries to sneak up on you, goodness and we got you covered, amen? Whatever happens, whoever tries it, listen, goodness and mercy. Listen, whatever comes into your life as a believer, I want you to know everything's going to be all right because goodness and mercy has you covered, amen? You can Trust them this morning. I think, listen, have some things uh, slipped into my life since I've been saved? Has the devil tried to slip things in? Yes, but you know what? It is well with my soul because goodness and mercy took care of those things, amen, that the devil tried to slip into my life. Listen, so put that past behind you, amen. Listen, put goodness and mercy on duty, amen, and just purpose you're going to stay in the house of the Lord forever. Have your back. So just staying in the house of God is better. Just put, Man, you get saved. I say, in, boy, when I got saved, just something in my heart said, listen, no matter what happens, I'm going to be in the house of God. Well, I'm glad to see Patrick here today. Boy, just purpose that no matter what happens, no matter how tough it gets, Patrick. I want you to know we care about you and we pray for you. I was was praying for you yesterday. I said, oh, Lord, please. Uh, I was gone last week. I said, Lord, I want to see Patrick tomorrow. Well, I was so glad when I saw Patrick walk in. I was praying for him yesterday. Amen. Listen, Lord, help him to stay in there. Lord, I think of, of, of Zach. We need to pray for Zach. I want to see Zach uh, stay in there. Stay in the house of God because no matter what's going on, it's going to be better if you stay close to Jesus. It's going to be better if you walk with God. It's going to be better, amen, if you stay where you should be. So listen, put that past behind you and purpose to live in the present. Matthew 6, but it says, seek ye first. The kingdom of God, right? If you're like me, not a good multitasker. Lord, give me that one thing. Well, here's the one thing. Jeff, I, I know, man, you're, you're just, sorry, Jeff, you're just not on the smart side. I'm going to have to make it simple for you. Just let me give you one thing. Can you do this one thing? Seek first the kingdom of God and His right. Jeff, if you can do that one thing, I'll take care of the rest. All right, God, we're going to move forward. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and His righteous, and all these things shall be added unto you. Right, putting the Lord first in your life, it's better. It, it's better. I don't know why you think, well, uh, 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 you know, you remember when uh, this just came to my mind. You remember when uh, Elijah was looking for uh, somebody to take his place, right? And then he ran, he met into Elijah, and Elijah ran up to him. What happened? Elijah said, said, Oh, uh, hey, Elijah, I, I, I want to follow you, but let me go take care of these things first. What, what, who remembers what Elijah said? If I remember he said, What do I have to do with you? What do I have to do with you? Well, Elisha was always saying that to Elisha. You just look over there. Hey, uh, 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 Elisha comes to Elisha. Hey, God's called me to go down to Gilgal, Gil- Gil, you know? And uh, he said, but, uh, you know, he basically he said to him, you can do what you want. Elisha said, oh, as the Lord liveth, my soul liveth. I'm staying with you. And then uh, Elisha comes over to Elisha. Hey, uh, uh, God's called me to go down to Jericho. Uh, you know, but you know, you don't have to go with me. You can you see that. He said, oh, no, as the Lord liveth my soul liveth, I'm staying with you. Then he comes and says, oh, oh, the Lord's called me to go there, right? He says, well, listen, wherever you're going to be, master, that's where I'm going to be. Boy, that's the way we need to be. But sometimes, you know, God will say, hey, I'd like to take you somewhere. And we say, well, let me go take care of these things first. You know what? Usually when somebody does that, it's rare they catch up or it's a long time before they catch up because they get sidetracked by life. Well, the best thing you can do is say, listen, I've chose the better life. I've chose the better way. And Lord, Lord, by your grace, Amen. As you live and as my soul liveth, I'm, whatever wherever you're going, I want to be right there with you. I've chosen. I'm going to put first the kingdom of God in my life. Matthew six thirty four says this. The verse three the Take therefore no thought for the morrow. See, put that past behind you. Take no thought. Right. And, and and as you look forward, listen. Don't worry about that. For the morrow shall take thought for itself. Look, sufficient unto the day is the evil thereof. Listen. Today offers enough challenges. Today offers enough challenges without carrying yesterday around, and worrying about tomorrow. Why do you want to try and carry yesterday around and get all worried about what's going to happen tomorrow when today has enough challenges? The best thing you can do is take today and take all those things and turn them over to Jesus. Matthew eleven twenty eight 28 says what? Come unto me. Come unto me. Well, that, that, that's, that's, that's the, the, through the word of God, you see a continual invitation. He doesn't he drag people down. He just says, come, come, I'm here. Come. Boy, yeah, you need something today? He just says, Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Turning all your worries and cares and burdens over the Lord is better than trying to deal with them yourself. You, whatever it is, you don't have to deal with that thing by yourself. Amen. You don't have to try and work through that thing yourself. It's better to turn it over the Lord and trust him with it. Put that past behind you. Amen. Live in the present. Ask yourself, what is God doing in and through you in the present? How are you moving forward spiritually in the present? Who are you helping in Jesus' name in the present? And then, right, focus on the future. As Brother Wood talked about in Sunday school, listen, as a child of God, we have a better future ahead, right? Paul said a far better, a far, man, I like to say all this in heaven too. <laughs> it doesn't just get better, it gets far better, right? Choose to live in light of the better future ahead. Let me give you some verses quickly out of a Proverbs chapter four so we get ready to finish up in a half hour, <laughs> right? You see, that, I'm, I'm just saying out loud. See, here's what a preacher says. He says, as we get ready to finish up, he only says that part out loud, but in his mind he's go in a half hour. Say so I just went and gave you the whole sentence right there. Okay? Just you know, being honest, being honest. No, Proverbs chapter 4, and let me give you these verses 14 through 18. Say this: Proverbs 4, 14 through 18. Hey, JP, PJ, Koa, Joshua, young people, listen to these verses. Isaiah, right? That's Isaiah. That's not Anna, that's Isaiah. Listen to these verses. Enter not in the path of the wicked. Because that's what the devil's going to try to get you to do. Enter not into the path of the wicked. Go not in the way of evil men. Hey, young people, you need to highlight these verses. You need to memorize these verses. Avoid it. Just avoid it. Pass not by it. Turn from it. Pass away. For they sleep not except they have done mischief. And their sleep is taken away unless they cause some to fall. Remember those days. For they eat the bread of wickedness and drink the wine of violence. You see, that's the path of the wicked. That's the path of the wicked. But thank God there's a better path. Thank God there's a better way. Verse 18. But the path of the just, look at this, is as the shining light. And look at this, that shineth more and more. You just stop there because you, know, you had to limit the word of God. But I guarantee you, you can say, and more, and more, and more, and more, and more under the perfect day. You see, there's a perfect day coming our way. There's a perfect day coming our way. See, hey, listen, maybe, maybe, maybe all these days haven't been perfect, <laughs> but there is a perfect day coming. The path of the just is better than the path of the wicked. Again, notice, more and more. He's saying, listen, just hang on, son. Hang on, daughter. Hang on, child. It's going to get better and better. There's a better day coming. So why reflect on the good old days when you can focus on that better day that's coming? You know, a lot of people uh, uh, get caught up in the, you know, in, in the last. Again, I've said this before. in the last days. I don't get caught up in the last days. You know what? I'm caught up on the last day. The last day, again, I'm not a multitasker, so I can't think of a bunch of days at once. I think on that one day, I'm focused on that one day, that better day, a coming. A life lived with Jesus, a life lived for Jesus, is the better life, is the better life. And it only gets better as time goes by. The other day, I was reading that card that you've heard me mention before that my grandfather gave me when I graduated high school when he said, Jeff, there's a thing called the will of life. And in it, he says, Jeff, you can have this life. It says right there, Grandpa said, you can have this life. I'm glad. I'm glad before Grandpa passed off the scene, I could call Grandma and say, Grandpa, I want you to know I got that better life. I got that better life. Listen, don't give up on your children grandchildren. Keep praying for them. It was four years. He gave me that four years before I got saved. So as we get ready to celebrate a Thanksgiving, remember to thank the Lord for the better life you have, for the better life you know, because of what he has done for you through his grace. Pray for opportunities over the holidays to be a witness to others about the better life they can have in Jesus. Oh, hey, tell me what your dream is. Hey, tell me what's going on in your life. Oh, man, that, that sounds, sounds like you. Yeah, that's, well, hey, let me tell you something. You know what, not, There's something better than that. There's a life better than that. It's a life in knowing Jesus Christ and living in the will of God. And you, sir, and you, ma'am, and you, brother, and you, sister, and you, uncle, or cousin, whoever, and you, neighbor, can have this life because it's open to everyone. So I ask you, friend, as we finish up, friend, are you living the better life? Are you living the better life? Do you know Jesus Christ as your personal Savior? Realize, boy, what what, uh, uh, verse verse 12 uh, said again there at the end, wisdom giveth life to them that have it. Do you have it? Realize we need wisdom from God to make right decisions. Living according to God's word is the better way to live. Boy, if you're saved here this morning, you've gotten sidetracked, ask God to stir you, amen, to live the better life. Let's pray.